2: Broncos live coming to you from Studio A here at the DNVR bar where the A stands for Arizona <laughs> where the owners meetings are right going on, on right now, now. Uh, and the A could also stand for Peyton, mm. because Sean Payton spoke this morning uh, and had some very interesting things to say mm-hmm. um, we're gonna get to all of it but first we're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook shout out to them uh, once again profitable on every single day of the <laughs> tournament <laughs> over the last four days just betting on underdogs never had to think about a bet once nope it's as simple yep. as that really what are you is.
3: guys at? 20
2: 23 and a half
1: <laughs> it's pretty great <laughs> i mean because what now there's three games left so we're guaranteed a, t- 20, a 20 unit, unit win.
2: win wow <laughs> incredible insane. i mean 20 and, and what's funny is you could say well you could have just got a 20 20 unit win on fairly dickinson plus 2000 but like who would have done that? Who would have made that their only bet ever? <laughs> right, <goals> exactly. Turn? <laughs> exactly. Uh, so there you go. Um, it's been a blast. Shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook for teaching us about college basketball nirvana. <laughs> um, all right. So Sean Payton, owners' meetings going down in
3: Arizona. Zach, what do we need to know? Well, first and foremost, in 24 hours, Sean Payton has tried to make it known. That the Broncos are not interested in trading Jerry Judy or Cortland Sutton spoke with Tom Pelissero about it yesterday, then doubled down on it mm-hmm. again today, saying, "Yeah, that's not something that we're interested in." And he- here's exactly what he said today: "I would say a number of teams have called on those players, but I said it yesterday: that's not something we're interested in doing." Is it weird or I'm? Uh, it was. It was weird. Okay. Uh, yes.
2: Because someone tweeted it as
3: I'm. And I was like, that is a cop out. Ah, uh, no, that would be that would be a good way, little way to, to, to weasel out. Um, but yesterday when talking about George Peyton, the other guy, um, he said uh it's George's job to pick up the phone and say, Hey, tell you what, we're not. So we've received calls. You bet. Those are two good football players, but we're in the business of gathering talent right now. Why do people call? Because they know we're void of draft picks and that we might because there was some discussions a year ago, I think regarding Cortland, but we like the current group that we're working with.
2: Yeah. And this all adds up, right? Because it just keeps coming out. The Broncos asking price haven't changed. The Broncos asking price hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is not news. It literally comes, it feels like it comes out once every three days. The Broncos are still asking yep. for, and it's like, we know that's the point. Um, <laughs> but it makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. If you were going to call the Broncos and say, Hey, we want Jerry Judy. What do you want? You just say first round pick. And if they say, well, let's talk and you just say, no, we're not talking about this. Yep. And then they go back to, you know, Tommy P or mm-hmm. Jimmy Palm trees. And they say, man, we called the Broncos and they are steadfast about that first-round pick for Jerry Judy, and then we get the report. Broncos are not changing their asking price on Jerry (laughs) Judy. It's like a whole cycle. So good on the Broncos. I hope they never back down off of Mm -hmm. that asking price, and I hope they're telling the truth here when they say, we don't want to trade these guys, but if you want to pay what we would view as an overpay, Mm -hmm. sure, let's talk.
3: How could you not? You're connecting a very big dot, though. You're saying that I would say it would be. I'm connecting several dots. I would say dot, I dot, would say dot, dot, there's, just one, only, there's just, just one. You have to connect at least two. There's one. No, just one. You can't connect one dot. There's one dot in the middle. <laughs> it, d- it depends on what you're doing. <laughs> What's are you? The dot in are the you? You're just building two lines with one dot. In okay, the right. <laughs> 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 one dot in okay all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm coming from I'm me doing it to a way. dot. Yeah, exactly. That okay. that that dot is that the Broncos are willing to trade these guys at the right price because that's not what Sean Payton is saying. He says no, we're just simply not open to it at all. I'm with you though, Ryan. I do think that they would be willing to trade because it's funny, right after that that Tom uh Tommy Peep report comes out yesterday, you have Mike Kliss say, uh yep, this is exactly what I'm hearing, which means no trade, they're not interested in trading. And then the very next line Kliss says they would be willing to trade for a first-round pick for Judy or a second-round pick for Cortland. There's a price tag for anybody. Well, minus like six guys and anything. Minus <laughs>
1: like six things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you're not buying Augusta National. Doesn't matter how much money you have. Like there's <laughs> just you, a few you, things yes, you could. Are you? I don't think so. It's the same thing. It's like, what if you gave a hundred first-round picks for Mahomes? Well, you can't. I think can't. they say no. And you I should have again. Yeah. Just, why didn't I say Josh Allen? <laughs> I don't know. That was really dumb. I started a whole thing again. And but and most you could potentially
2: up. trade would be. You could trade 64 first round picks for Patrick Mahomes.
1: Yeah. Wow. And could you I
3: imagine d- trying to accumulate that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like hey Chiefs like we'll we'll give you uh we'll give you Jerry Judy for a first. Okay. And that, now we got there first we can throw yeah. that in the package too. No, you could you
3: could trade 96. <laughs> oh, you can
1: go 3 years three out? 3 years out. Oh, yep. yeah. 96 first round <laughs> picks. So you were close hundred hundred
2: 100 picks. Yeah. Exactly. Um, man. The point is basically everybody has that? a place. <laughs> wow.
3: That is wild. Yeah. I think they would. You could have every player for the next three years. In the first round. Yes. The
2: best, <laughs> you the best 32 players out of college every year for you the
3: would, next three years. You wow. would be cutting like 10 first rounders a year.
1: Or trading. You'd probably be trading. Oh,
3: right, you yeah. would be trading. How fun oh, and would then that be imagine, to just operate that? Imagine yeah. if you get your quarterback in, in that first year, and then the next year there's another good quarterback yeah. that's coming out. You trade him for? Four first round picks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Well, then you get to the point where all their contracts start coming up. And you're like, well, fifth-year <coughs> options, we can't pick up all of them. And so then you got, you got to trade at Oof. least like two-thirds. Boy, you better win early.
4: It would be really <laughs> <early>. <laughs> Well, you
1: got to win in the middle because it's going to take like a year or two. For them right, to good. but like you know, on the early you side. You have like a two, yeah. two, wind yeah. or two years of a something. crazy window. Wow. The point is, though, basically everybody has a price tag. Or, yes. And Jerry Judy's one of them. Even I Pat Sertan, I think, has a price tag. Yeah, he does. 96 first would do it. <laughs> with 50, <laughs> with 40, with 30, like It's not that high. I mean, but yeah, I mean, that's the point. Four it's, would get it
2: done for sure.
1: Three it's, it would have to. Three
2: would get it done for three sure. Three would probably Pro- get it yeah. done. No,
1: three would for sure get it done. I think I mean, two... Uh,
2: didn't Jamal Adams get three? Or two, is that yeah. two?
3: Two. Yeah. I, I think two in a second or something?
1: Because the Jalen Ramsey, that was two firsts and like a third, right? right? Right. And maybe they included like a fifth back. So it would be somewhere around there. Third, you you're pro- three, you're probably getting it done. But, yeah, it goes back to the same thing we've kind of been talking about where me and RK have basically been on the don't trade Jerry side, which is give me a top 20 pick for him because that you just can't say no to. And Zach has kind of been on the, you're not getting a first-round pick for Jerry. That's unrealistic. And it all does kind of line up to the same thing, which is the Broncos don't want to trade Jerry. If somebody does something, did cra- they just trade Jerry? No, they didn't. Okay, <laughs> It's not Broncos news,
2: but my God, man. <laughs> Embiid is dodging Jokic again. He's not playing? He's not playing tonight? He is not playing tonight. Wow. Interesting. Oh,
1: That is weak. Interesting. Thank goodness it, I didn't buy tickets yet. To
2: have the, I mean, I don't, he's not in control of when the athletic article drops. But to have the, like, Jokic slander athletic yeah. article drop <laughs> this morning and then him dodge Jokic tonight is yeah. insane, yeah. bro. He, he play the last time, I don't want to derail right? us. We were having a good conversation. He played the last time. Like, he way, hasn't right? played Jokic in Denver, in Denver since 2019. Okay, in Denver. Yep. Yep. Well, I mean, it makes sense for him. I don't know. <sighs> no, he's going to lose the MVP
1: now. I think Embiid?
3: so. Yep. We'll use it. Really? He was a minus so.
1: 150 favorite. Yep. I think dodging this one what? I mean, I, I'd guess that tomorrow morning he's I think minus 110.
3: I think it's just a Nuggets view. I think it's just a Denver sort of mindset there. <sighs> I don't know, because I, I came in today. I agree. On, I agree. It's, it's so weak. It's he's so been questionable I, I every year
2: for the last five games, and he's played them all. This wow. is the NBA.
1: that like It's it's all about the storylines. Like That's all it is is just the storylines, and all the reporters are going to be all over it. All of a sudden, this combined with the way he said last night... It's going to get toxic because I and came in today. Up.
2: Kellen says he got injured against the Bulls. He literally said in an article I dropped this morning that I could have stayed in and padded my stats if I wanted to.
3: <laughs> yeah, oh, that's what the padding stats was referring yeah. to. Yeah. Mm. Wow. All
2: right. Well, we'll leave the Nuggets crew to talk about it this. It is pretty I'm gonna crazy. I'm going to get some tweets off for sure. I know. <laughs> I already got
1: one. I'm saving the rest for later, though. <laughs> it, one more thing. I thought that, like, if Nikola put up 40 and they won convincingly and Embiid had, like, 20, I felt that Jokic is probably like plus one ten tomorrow morning. I wonder where that falls now with him just not playing.
3: Yeah, I. Ah. I unfortunately, if, if the Nuggets don't win the tonight and help. Jokic
2: goes off, it's gonna flip the odds. I think so. Mark my words. You might as well get your bet in now.
3: Okay, I like it. I mean, I think you're wrong, but I hope you're right. I hope you're right, and the Nuggets now will win. They were five point favorites before that news came out. Um, but back to Broncos. Um, so, not much has changed then. After hearing this news, in your your mind, it's kind of where you thought it was going to
2: be. Yeah, I think this is, the Broncos drew their line in the sand. They should stay, you know, uh, on their side, not budge at all. That's what's happening. If you want, like I said, if you want to pay them more than they believe these guys are worth, they'll accept. If Mm -hmm. you're not, they're not willing to negotiate.
1: Yeah.
3: So help me navigate this part then. Here's uh, Sean talking about it again. Uh, He said, obviously in the offseason, everyone wants to be on top of any transaction. I understand that. It'll continue, I'm sure, as we get closer to the draft. I think that's very interesting. He's saying the trade speculation for these guys is going to continue. We'll get back to that. But he said, if you really look at the draft and you look at the receiver depth in the draft, it's not a real deep draft. So if you're a team that's looking for receivers, we're not the only team people call. I'm sure Houston with Brandon Cooks, other players like that, it's pretty common in the offseason, I think. Okay, so that part of I'm sure it'll continue as we get closer to the (laughs) draft. Why? if they're answering the phone and saying, as as he said, George is saying, no, we're not trading those guys. Sean comes out yesterday, tells a national guy. Sean comes out today, tells local Denver media in Arizona that we're not trading these guys. Then why would trade speculation continue for another month?
1: I think it's just because there's, I mean, every three days, there's been a reason to keep calling. And I think that the Broncos have probably said the exact same thing that Sean Payton has said the last couple of days. It's like, we don't want to trade him. Overpay, give us a first if you want him. But again, it's like, oh, we heard you guys were in on Alan Lazard. Like, didn't get him. Like, are you guys trying to shake him up? Like, just want to make sure you still don't want to like move Jerry in court. And so they call then. And it's like, oh, you guys are in on Adam Thielen? Like are you trying to clear space? Like and then and so it's every three day there's something and something. That that's just gonna keep happening, I think. And I think that's why people just keep calling.
3: But the Alan Lazards, the Adam Thelans of the world are, are no longer available. So cool. I I think here it's just important to, I guess, see their actions instead of listening to what they're <laughs> saying. I do think the Broncos are being very clear. We want a first-round pick for Judy, second-round pick for Sutton. I think that Sean saying that it's going to continue is, is saying that, yeah, we're a little more open to it than I'm saying with my words right now.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think – yeah, I think it's clear. They're willing
3: to do it, just not at,
2: not at any less price than what they expect. And, yeah. then,
3: and then one more thing that Sean said. I don't have the exact quote, but he said, um, you know, you guys, challenging the media, he said, you guys, do your homework. You can figure out why these, uh, why these rumors started. What, what is he referring to? Hmm. It was, as, it was as vague as that. And I was like...
2: I'm glad my teachers never told me to do my homework vaguely. so I have to
3: <laughs> Guess what? Okay, the I'll go was. home and do homework. <laughs> I was, I was Did
1: like, read the textbook. Uh, I'll just write something.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I the first thing that popped in my mind was like, the Chiefs want the Broncos to trade Jerry Judy out of the division, <laughs> so they started these rumors or something. Like I'm like, I don't know. Why would these rumors just start?
2: I don't know, man. We gotta get better at our homework. <laughs> I, no one loves reading between the lines more than me, and I yeah. don't have anything for this.
3: Yeah, I, this is—we're uh, not simply able to connect two dots here or one dot. This is much more than that, Sean. Hmm.
1: Yeah, it's—it is all weird. I mean, that's the point of it all—is that nobody has any idea because it's back there. I don't. I, I don't know. I—I I don't know who would have started all of it.
3: Yeah,
2: I don't either. It just confuses me. It's very bizarre. I mean, the best I can come up with is teams want them to trade him. Teams so want the <laughs> price to go down, maybe? Yeah, but that would make the... I don't know.
1: What if somebody really wants him? And so they're just like, okay, we're just going to keep calling so we can keep saying they haven't moved their price, they haven't moved their price, so the reports keep coming and coming and coming, and then they start posting cryptic things on the internet because they're upset. We're going to piss off like, Exactly. Uh, Son and Jerry We're going to make Judy. them
2: angry. Damn, that's genius. If, even if that's not true, to make it seem like that, so then Sean Payton can be like, dude, I'm not trying to trade They're <laughs> right. trying to think wow. that I'm trying to yep, trade Yep, it.
3: yep, Really smart. You hear? What
4: if it's just Jerry Judy's agent? Because he's about to come up on his fifth-year uh, fifth year
3: option, trying to see if he can start leverage this year for next year's contract negotiations. But what would that have to do mm. with a trade? Yeah, he wants to trade if he doesn't get a contract. Like, it's just leverage at this point.
4: Hmm. How in yeah,
3: I see, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I just, Jerry could just ask for a trade if he doesn't get a contract, though. But I guess that could make him seem like the bad guy if he wants. Um, obviously, we saw 17 days ago Cortland Sutton tweet, I want to be somewhere where I'm appreciated and valued. True. Then yesterday, we see Cortland Sutton put out an Instagram Oof. of him and Jerry Judy celebrating, it appears, after a touchdown. Jerry, he tags Jerry in it, and it says, Up and it's stuck with two exclamation marks. And boy, was this the most confusing thing to tweet because I guess depending on who you ask, this could be mean a good thing? Or it could mean a bad Mm -hmm. thing. So, I mean, what a a way for Cortland to, I don't know if it's intentional, throwing everyone off. Or if he meant it in a good way and just people aren't understanding. He meant it in a bad way people aren't understanding. But, boy.
2: Yeah, I've Mm -hmm. seen some commercials that say if it's up and it's stuck for more than four hours, (laughs) you should see a doctor. That's true.
1: It reminds me of one of those things that, like... It reminds you of yourself? No, it doesn't remind me of myself. It reminds me of covering CU. When you're just like, oh, this 17-year-old just posted something that is a phrase that I don't understand. <laughs> and, like, it used to happen all the time where it's like, oh, the cap thing. The cap thing was confusing. Mm, all of them start yeah. saying cap, and then you slowly, like, you Google it. In the NFL, like, what, Corlin Sutton is 18 months older than me? I should be on the same page. <laughs> yeah. I should you're be really able to understand down, the Henry. lingo. Yeah, But I no.
3: understand the lingo because you guys come from two different places. I know what he meant immediately. And but so, so, true. so but I'm still so, up on things. So you're here. Tell us because you're the first one um, that that told me what it meant from from your side. What what does it mean when you see that? that it's, Please tell me your microphone is on. It's not working. Oh, it's, it might be working now actually. <laughs> if it's not working, uh, don't talk. <laughs> if you're you never work and you're still talking. Wow. What? Uh, that doesn't even make sense. That yeah, doesn't make, that any doesn't any make sense. That <laughs> no, That wasn't a good burn. Wow. It's oh. up and it's stuck right here. I'll <laughs> say.
1: So it just means that basically that it's like once you like. It's up, like, hey, what's up? Like, you got beef, what's up? And it's stuck.
3: It's The beef is still there because the beef is stuck now. Mm. See, so Quentin in the comments
2: mm. saying it means that he's happy and ready to go. <laughs> right, exactly. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. What a
3: confusing so thing. It's actually a Cardi B <laughs> song, which was referring to all this uh, beef that she had going on with Nicki Minaj. It's up and it's stuck. All right, that's what it's all about. I mean, it is, and it comes just an hour or two after Sean's comments yesterday. And so if you want to be positive and optimistic about it, you view it and say he's celebrating with Jerry. They're both wearing Broncos jerseys in this picture. and he's saying like, it's all happy. We're ready to go. Okay, Cortland's in again after that tweet mm-hmm. that where he was a little upset a couple of weeks ago, you're like, yes, let's go. Or you look at it and you say, Cortland is directly responding to Sean Payton, saying, huh uh, this uh-huh. beef is still here, <laughs> buddy." Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs>
2: wow, tough for interpretation. And I, like, I believe ya here, but there's yeah. so many other people out there saying other stuff that I'm yeah. like, well, now I just need to know which way Cortland's season. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Because like, we up uh, is a good thing.
1: Yeah, it is. Well, and then you get into Tim Patrick. Oh, what did Timmy? Timmy Pap? Have? He posted oh. the picture, which I just remembered was a picture I. I think I took that picture.
2: Nice. Wow. I got to go
1: back to... I got to check the tapes. That didn't come up because I remember that being a thing before during training camp. Point is, it's the four receivers, KJ with the big three, um, and uh, he just said, the last dance. Oh. Wow. So there's uh, another one. But he's
3: under contract for another two years? Two years. Cortland, another two. Two years. And Jerry... Jerry another two if they pick up his fifth year option <laughs> I mean, but, but KJ
1: huh. KJs ex- expires after this year and we've talked about it before I mean the fact that you're going to pay those three receivers in particular what like 17 plus 13 plus 14 yeah so that's like 54 what's called 55 million dollars next year for three receivers who change. I mean they have they have one combined thousand yard season yeah it does make sense for them to make a change I thought it made makes a sense makes sense for them to do it after next season. I don't know why they would think that.
4: I don't know. <laughs>
2: there was a, a, a recruit in Boulder, and people reported that he was in Boulder, and then he posted on his Instagram that he was in Florida, where he's from, and he said, Y'all trim. Had to learn what that meant, <laughs> which was just a, a, a trimmed down version of y'all trippin'. Oh. But then it turned out he actually was in Boulder. Oh. So yeah, this is He was really world.
3: throwing someone off their scent. He really was. He was Wow. And then he
2: committed. So Oh, okay. So Still it all buffs. worked out. Wait, was that recent? <laughs> that was Cormonty
3: McLean, number oh, one corner okay. in the wow. country. Wow. Yeah. Okay, nice. Um, lot of drama out there surrounding the wide receivers. Also mm-hmm. is Sean Payton setting the stage for drama in the quarterback room? Maybe. And he said something today that we got to get into. Let's go. But first, I got to tell you about our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR and has been for, what, four four years? Yes. I mean, a long time. They're Longer, a partner man. for life. We, we, we've locked it up with them. And, in fact, we've got some Breckenridge beers, in fact, some Avalanche Amber Ale on set right now. And if you want the best amber beer, this is it, right here. If you dig ambers... Check out our friends over at at Breckenridge Brewery. It's avalanche season, literally Colorado avalanche season. And today, snow outside, it's definitely avalanche amber ale season. So check them out. If you want to get in on the avalanche, go to breckbrew.com. Not only can you find where you can find Breck Brews, but you can look at specific beers at that Breck Beer locator. So check them out, breckbrew.com. Get yourself some beer.
2: I'm over avalanche season for what it's worth. I like an avalanche ale, but I'm ready for...
3: Strawberry sky season. Oh, oh boy. me too. Boy, we, we uh, snowed today. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, and cold. Yeah. We, and sometimes it snows here and it's cold. not cold. Yeah.
1: I mentioned this before, but we were, me and some friends are going to the game tonight. We're like, should we buy tickets? Are they going to drop? Obviously now they're going to drop. But there was like a 15% chance the snow is going to come back today. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, if it snows again everybody's going to be selling their tickets. Yeah. And I wish this was a game time read. But uh, if, if you are not going to the game, order some Jive Hive because they will just or come straight to your door. Or if you're going to the game. I don't know if they deliver to Ball Arena. You just have to get pre-delivered and then go.
3: Yeah, do uh, some pre-game. Pre-game.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, no matter where you watch the Nuggets, it will be more fun if you hit up Jive Hive, which is an awesome place. Um, for well, I guess it's not even a place. Your place is the awesome place where they deliver w- weed to you. Um, it's convenient, low prices because they don't have to pay, you know, bud tenders, that sort of thing. They don't have the brick and mortar shops, um, it's private, all that sort of stuff. So go to jivehyve.com. You can order a delivery for the same day. You can also schedule a delivery window. Um, they serve Aurora, Greenwood Village, Greenwood Village. I forgot we're not in England. Monument Fountain and various areas areas of El Paso County. Good job, Jive Hive. Yeah, so I haven't done that one in a while. <laughs> I realized like halfway through. Shout out, Jive Hive. Um,
2: God, I can't stop thinking about Embiid dodging Joker. <laughs> I've just been watching. I've
1: just been watching these odds fall. It's Already? been incredible. MVP odds? <clears throat> yeah. No way. Yeah, Embiid has gone from minus one fifty to minus one thirty. In in the past 15 minutes. Yeah. Other other sports books I've heard have been a little bit more aggressive. But I gave that Ope one in the middle of one of your sentences. That was Jokic from plus one forty, plus one thirty five. It just keeps happening, just keeps dropping, keeps dropping.
2: You can't dodge these matchups and be the most valuable player. You can't. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. The last time MB played Joker in Denver, like seeing someone wear a mask in public was weird.
1: Yeah. That's crazy. Like you've been that's like, crazy. oh God, keep me away from that guy. And yeah. Now it's like, oh, maybe the only guy I want to be around.
3: Wow. That's wild. <laughs> it is um, crazy. Ryan, I don't think I've ever seen you this distracted. I know. I'm like, I can tell you're just you're you're eaten up by this. I
2: can't believe this happened. Like I just thought, like, all right, to to Joel's credit, he torched us last time. Yeah. So I was like, okay, he's gotta like he's gotta cherish this opportunity. And if if he did the same thing tonight. I would have thrown my hands up and said, like, wow. there you go. Wow. Like, like, what can we say? Yep. Now, it's kind of like uh, the guy who doesn't want to run the 40 at the combine because he can only hurt his stock. Right.
4: Mm-hmm. So th-
2: he's like, well, I c- if if I don't play him, then I'm 1-0 against him this year. Yep. yep. And that is, like, an incredibly soft approach. It's, yeah.
3: It's very weak. And, uh, I mean... This
2: kind of, and I think he's already on pace to play less than seventy games, which he would be the first Uh if he won the first MVP ever to play less than seventy games.
1: And you're gonna miss this one. Uh Wow, that's a good stat for the national media. And and then you even go to like the MVP tracker, which is like the basketball reference. Like they take the stats of every MVP in history and like weight it toward the more recent ones so it's more accurate and predicts who is most likely to win MVP. Like Jokic still has a sixty-five percent chance. Like, in any other year, if not for the fact he'd won the last two, he would be the MVP. And so you have, like, kind of the narrative on the other side for Embiid, which he just tanked. He just totally tanked it today. And I <laughs> wonder how far him. that's going to that's gonna drop him. Insane. Makes me very happy. Sorry, I'm trying to move on.
2: Speaking about it, I think, is helping. Am um, I still
1: going to the game tonight is a question that I will answer with my friends later. for a lot cheaper. I know, that's the thing.
3: Ryan, I have something that'll get you back on track. All right, let's do it. Jared Stidham. Ooh. We talked about this last week. Could Jarrett Stidham be more than just the Broncos' backup quarterback? Sean Payton definitely thinks so. When talking about Jared Stidham, he said, quote, we feel like he can be a starter in our league, and also said he was, quote, a quietly important signing. Um, I mean, it's pretty big right there. And yeah. take on top the actions, not just the words. The actions were, he was their second signing of free agency. They signed him within the first hour free agency started.
2: Now, why would he say that? In <laughs> the <laughs> words of yeah. Brian Windhorse. Why would he say that? Because how many years is <laughs> Russell Wilson under contract for the Denver Broncos? <laughs> mm-hmm. The next eternity.
1: <laughs> yes.
3: Why are Literally, we talking about His it?
1: contract extension hasn't even kicked in. He might be playing in the new stadium. Russ or Jared? Russ. Russ. <laughs> Russ. He might be playing in the new stadium. There's a chance.
2: Like, so why are we talking about a guy who, who could be a starter in this league unless the obvious, which is Sean Payton is not sold on Russell Wilson? Now, we've known that for a while now, but it's like every opportunity he gets to move himself off of Russell Wilson, he takes it.
3: Exactly. And speaking of Russell Wilson, he talks more highly of Jared Stidham today then Russell Wilson, when he was asked about Russ, uh, he said he's someone that I think works extremely hard. It's hard to find guys with all of those traits, and then just went on about how last season was a disaster for not only Russ but the coaching staff. And then he had uh, the the quote about how it was hard to watch the film last year. Um, so that I mean, bro, what, you're telling us? What, yeah, seriously. <laughs> we had to sit through. We didn't get to fast forward. We had to sit through everything. Um, Twice. But so when asked about Russ. He says he's a hard worker, he's talented. Yeah, we know that. That's like the most basic stuff you can say. And then he moves off of it. With Jarrett Stidham, it's, yeah, this was a really important signing for us. And then also, he can be a starter in this league. And then he pointed to, you know, the game against uh, the 49ers, which he had really good tape in and threw for Mm -hmm. 364 yards and three touchdowns. I mean, he just, he gushed more about the backup quarterback than the starter.
2: Yeah, and it wasn't just he can be... It was we believe he can be, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Because jo- H- Jose is saying in the comments, uh, he-, he-, he can be a
1: starter in this league. He said about every backup QB. I don't think that's the truth. Nobody ever said that about Brett Rippon. <laughs> no. I'll throw that out there. I'll just say... Like, I didn't listen to every word ever said about Brett Rippon, but I bet that's what was said.
2: Especially not when they signed him as a free agent. And Like, maybe before he's starting a game for the team, you're like, we believe Brett has what it takes to be a starter in this league because you're trying to pump him up. But when you got him as an undrafted free agent, you weren't saying, yeah, we believe he could be a starter, especially if you already have who is supposed to be a franchise quarterback. Again, the Russell Wilson situation is so unique because he is supposed to be your franchise quarterback. He's being certainly paid yep. like your franchise quarterback and he basically looked like Brett Rippon last season so it creates this odd thing where everything you say is going to be put under a microscope because if let's see um, like w- with Tom Brady in New England and this even did cause strife but if they said yeah we drafted Jimmy Garoppolo we believe he can be a starter in this league one day like that is noteworthy mm-hmm. and I think they did say stuff like that and that pissed Tom off <laughs> to the point where he said, get this guy the F out of here. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's another step in a long line of Sean Payton just taking Russell Wilson and saying, that ain't me. Yep. And mm-hmm.
1: I don't necessarily love it. I think the ideal situation for this season is Russ comes back. He's incredible. Everybody's like, oh, thank goodness we have him under contract for as long as any of us can see into the future. But he also misses like four games for some very minor thing. And Jarrett Stidham comes in and he just is on fire. Like he's putting up like 350 a game. Doesn't throw a pick (laughs) in the entire stretch. After the season, everybody's like, oh, we need a quarterback. This guy's under contract for six million bucks next year. Maybe five million, depending on how the contract works out. Hey, Broncos, we'll give you a second for him. Let's get Jarrett Stidham in our building.
3: That um, would be ideal. If he's that good, aren't you saying? Well, yeah. Well, let's keep Jarrett Stidham and no, saying, let's sign to a contract extension right now for 20 million a year for the next four years and trade Russell Wilson. Get his contract not only off, but if he, if Russ plays well, incredible, you get first round pick for him. The, the fact... thing
1: though is, if you trade Russ, you're still stuck with your 80 million dollars at least in cap. <sighs> yeah, yeah, but if
2: you have a cheap quarterback, you can get away with that. And then it's only yeah, one year. Yeah, you can year. find a way.
3: I mean, uh, I think that the, would be rough. The situation that you laid out, I think Sean Payton is more likely to go with his guy being Jarrett Stidham.
1: It's just so tough because there's so much dead money. But I mean, that would mean that you you would be trading Russ essentially on a three-year, twenty-seven million dollar contract. And if he's that good, you probably are getting first-round picks. You just also have to eat the eighty mil maybe it drops to 65 but if now you Now you're him. like talking false positives with
3: Jared.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, oh yep.
2: god, I hate yeah. this cycle.
3: Well, yeah. you know what, you know what uh, Sean Payton says to the cap? He says that's <laughs> the cap. I don't care about the cap, so he probably yep. wouldn't care about the dead money. the cap rate. is cap. The <laughs> yes. Cap is cap. And see, I don't even know what that means.
1: We should make a shirt. Really? We, you know what we need? We, <laughs> I'm always. I thought you cap. You haven't figured out what cap I is thought, yet. Well,
3: I thought cap was like a good thing. Like it's like I agree. Oh it's, I thought, no, that's yeah, the opposite, it's the opposite of that. it's right? Yeah, I mean <laughs> that's bullshit.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So what we need to do <laughs> is get Sean Payton to say the cap is cap, and then have them actually trade Russ so that we can make a shirt that says the cap is cap, just like was his phrase, and look at what they're doing.
4: Mm,
3: Yes. Wow. Very That's that's
1: another piece of the dream scenario. That's like final step.
3: Someone says, uh, sports geek comes in the comments and says, you guys have a lot of faith in Stidham. No. No, This isn't us. No. This is Sean Payton, and (laughs) Jose says, boy, Zach's liking all these quotes. These are what Sean Payton is saying. <laughs> the this is the head, head coach, coach of, of
4: the, the team. Denver Broncos. <laughs> uh,
3: that's why we think it's important. Uh, no, yeah. They
1: don't like when we talk about Jerry Judy being traded for the fifth time in three weeks. <laughs> they don't like Jarrett Stidham Day. Today's quote day. We actually have something real to talk about. Yeah. And
3: also, what's noted about, about this quote specifically, but all of these quotes from today, is this is the first time that Sean Payton has talked since free agency yeah. started, since the combine, since the Broncos hired a lot of these coaches, so today is very notable with what oh, he's yeah. saying. September 30th, 2020,
2: Vic Fangio said that Brett Ripon deserved a chance to see what he can do <sighs> as a starter. Was oh. that right before he started against the Jets? It would have been.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Again. And that is different than we think he can be a starter in this. That is very close.
3: No, it's not. It's close. This is also March compared to four days before he's starting due to someone else's injury.
2: Yes. And again, those aren't close. When a guy is on the team and he has to step up, Mm. yeah, he deserves his chance to see what he can do. When the starting quarterback is fully healthy, he doesn't deserve the chance.
3: Yeah, a hundred percent. And Parker <laughs> in the comments says, "Is he trying to light a fire under Russ?" No, you don't uh, think so. I I think he's trying to make Russ feel uncomfortable. I think he's trying job.
2: to set himself up so when Russell Wilson sucks again, he's he can say, say, "Hey, that. look, I yeah. I didn't. He's not my guy." That could it, that's be it. true. We well.
1: did also. I think we we're all on the same page. You come in this offseason saying like, "You gotta light a fire under Russ. Like yes. you gotta get him working, do all that stuff." And this this would do that. Like it may not be what he's thinking, but it will. In theory, the, be well, like, I'll be honest, to the gym. I don't blame Sean Payton for doing this, but it worries me. Sure, yeah. It With w-
2: Russ? Oh, moving it. Okay. Um, I thought things were falling, but it was just a ladder <laughs> moving. Um, it worries me about Russ that Sean Payton doesn't want to latch on to him at all. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. when Sean Payton took this job, there was a little piece of me that was like hopeful that he would say Russell Wilson is one of the best quarterbacks in this league. And last year it was a complete anomaly and I cannot wait to see what he can do in my offense. Like if he said that I would be exponentially more fired up about the Broncos than I am right now, but I don't blame him for doing what he's doing, but it just tells me that in his mind, he thinks there's a chance that Russ is cooked. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a
1: really good point. That is Uh, that thought is in everybody's mind. It may not be like the predominant thought, but that is in everybody's mind. I I wonder if Russ even thinks that. I don't think so. No,
3: Russ doesn't. No.
1: But, I mean, we're getting to the point where at some point I wonder if he did think, oh no, do I not have it anymore? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so either. For better or for worse. He's close though.
3: He doesn't let those thoughts enter his mind.
1: Or he's really good at getting them out quickly. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Hopefully Russ is good. But again, I mean, this is the i brought up before, like Bill Parcells coaching tree. There is no, yeah, we, we love this guy. Like he's going to come through it. It's no, that bastard needs to get better. Like that is the whole, what like, did he hard, say that about, I, I don't think that's a direct quote, <laughs> but that's, that's <laughs> that like, like the entire, like Bill Parcells way of interacting with players. Again, who's, who still does that? The two people in the coaching tree, Bill Belichick and Sean Payton. And they're not players coaches. They're not trying to be friends with the players it, which almost makes it weirder that they're saying what they're saying about Jarrett Stidham. But with Russell Wilson, it does make sense that he's pretty blunt and says, if you're not going to play well, we need to have somebody capable of playing well.
3: And speaking of being blunt, he is being extremely blunt, mm-hmm. not just with Russell Wilson, but the offense and special teams. He said this today. He said, quote, it sounds like I'm being critical of the offense and special teams, and I am. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: I mean, I'm so sick of the Broncos
3: special teams sucking. Oh, uh, it's the worst. And uh-huh. did you hear his uh, big time shot at Corliss Waitman? He said, our kicking game really needed to improve. So I thought that was kind of a shot at McManus, which I think it probably was yep. at, at McManus and the kicking unit. Um, and said, um, but you think he
2: thinks that McManus is a top 16 player on the team no <laughs> we should get him to make some rankings wouldn't oh, that be nice he, yeah that he would have a, none of that i don't, I don't know he appreciates
3: content uh, that's true he does <laughs> he does appreciate content but he said uh i didn't bring all these special teams guys here and pointed to the special teams mm-hmm. coordinator the assistant special teams guy uh and then of course mike westhoff the hoff uh and said um i didn't bring these guys here to not have a, a the right punter and not have the right holder um, holder. Holder. So he, he's yeah. talking about he the punter. He might be bailing out McMahon. He's talking about the punter there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so he might be bailing out McManus. But, I mean, geez, what a shot at Corliss. Mm-hmm. Y- you just cut him. I know. His job is just gone. Although the Patriots picked him up. But, I mean, that's a tough boot on the yeah. way out. But, I Patriots mean, though, love left-footed kickers. They we
1: do. We did see the laces the wrong way and then heard all about it on Twitter. Yeah, that's I true. Mean, oh, I forgot he threw Corliss under yeah. the bus. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, I mean... <laughs> The laces were the wrong way. Yeah, for like, sure. Like that is there's one that isn't McManus' fault. And again, kicking game, how much of is it? How much of it is McManus? How much of it is Waitman? How much of it is the blocking or even the way they scheme or teach the blocking when they're getting hands on balls? I have no clue. I'm not a special teams coach, but it doesn't even get better. Also, the special teams thing. This is kind of random, but it reminds me of the average starting field position for the Cardinals last year. Um, was the league worst? Uh, defensively like they're they're starting so far and the distance between them and second place was the same as the distance between second and 17th so again vance joseph defensive numbers not good Mm. starting field position was that crazy bad but it does make a difference is the point
2: man interesting um i like sean payton being critical of those areas yeah i do too you know it kind of reminds me of like it's a very different style, but Coach Prime coming in and say saying like if you if you don't want to be here, you know, hit that portal, because it's just like things have to change. Yeah, massive, massively, mm-hmm. and so you can't come in and be the whole like, oh, we're just restocking the the, the you know the cabinets, like we're ready to go. Like yeah. someone needs to come in and be like, this shit sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fix it. Get on board or get out. Yep, and. I appreciate that Sean Payton is taking that approach, yep, um and I, and I, like I said, I understand why he is distancing himself from Russell
3: Wilson because it's a it's a bad place to be. I think he's also kind of distancing himself from this coming year as well in terms of saying, don't put this entire first year on me. I'm taking over a miserable offensive situation, a miserable special team situation. Uh, and then when asked about expectations today and and what needs to happen, he said, we haven't even had OTAs. We haven't even met yeah. together as a team yet. We are so far away from doing that. I'm not putting expectations on this team. And I think he's seeing a lot of... Clearly, he's heard a lot of the outside noise. And people are just like me. I'm saying uh, th- this needs to be a winning team. You know, playoffs should mm-hmm. be in the picture for this team. And he's probably saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a mess right now. Let me just get things turned around, and then we'll make that big push.
1: Totally. And uh, again, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where the fans and the media really disconnect from the players and coaches because Sean Payton isn't sitting around thinking, huh, I wonder how good we can be. Like, I wonder I wonder what our ceiling is. Like, what's our floor? Like, how many games can we... Like, that is not... That's what we all say because we're like, oh, is this going to be a good year, bad year? For them, the entire process is just how we need to get better. Where do we need to get better? And all the brain power is just in evaluating your weaknesses and fixing them. You know, it's not... Where does this leave us? What are what are the chances we make the playoffs? You know, that's what everyone on the outside does. And so when we say, what do you think the expectations are going to be or should be? It's like we are nowhere near that. We just know that our pass rush sucks and we need to get a better pass rush. so We're going to go hire whatever guy from LSU to fix that. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yep. I like it. I like the approach. Uh what else did Sean Payton say that we should get to?
3: Something that will Pique your interest, Ryan, and uh, something no, you Lloyd. disagree with. Uh, he talked about Lloyd Cushenberry and said, we feel that Lloyd certainly is going to benefit from these additions, talking about mm-hmm. Ben Powers and Mike McGlinchey. Quote, we see him as our starting center.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's a thing you can do. Um, now, I will say this. It is possible that putting two really good guards on each side of Lloyd Cushenberry ends up helping him exponentially. Um, And he has showed flashes in pass protection, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it doesn't add up to me with all the other moves that you're making, which is to run the ball more. Mm -hmm. And he struggles so mightily uh, in in run blocking. And I I personally think I wrote it yesterday in in the round table, his best games, he's average to slightly above average at at the position and his worst games, he is a liability on the offense. So I hope, honestly, I hope that they they replace him. Um, Mm -hmm. But if not, I hope that that, that their kind of blind faith here in the fact that you're going to have Ben Powers on one side and a healthy Quinn Miners on the other side elevates Lloyd Cushenberry.
1: And there's a real chance that they say, yeah, we see him as our starting center. And the draft comes around and they say, oh, who's the best player on the board? Oh, it's this center. And so we're picking a third round center, which is where... I mean, you you don't see centers. centers go before the second round. Uh, very few even go in the second round. It's like, wow, we there's a starting player still on the board, a guy who would start for us. How could we not take him? And all of a sudden, we're going down a totally different road.
2: I think the center position is criminally underrated.
3: Hmm,
1: because
2: it's the brains of the offensive line. Yeah, it's just yeah, it it, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense to me. It, it's the it's center, running back, and linebacker that everyone essentially says you can find these guys anywhere. Yep. And then you look at great teams, and all of them have ballers at that position. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, this doesn't equate. Like, sure, are there a lot of people at this position? And can you find a good running back in the fifth round? Sure. Mm -hmm. But just, like, go, like, of course, quarterback is everything. But just look at, like, the Eagles last year. They had the best center in the league. Mm -hmm. They had uh, a great running game, which, again, you know, Miles Sanders, what? second or third round pick
3: second yep. yeah
2: second round pick yeah which is a, a high investment for a running back yep, yep. uh and that linebacker they had tj edwards who just got a massive paycheck yeah and it's just like everyone always wants to say that these positions yep. like people are like center some people argue center is the least important position on the offensive line mm-hmm. just doesn't add up with good teams creed mm-hmm. humphrey for the chiefs yeah. beast yeah mm-hmm. like all the good teams have great players at these positions so well, yes, I get it. You can find them in different areas. If you don't find them, you're in trouble.
3: Yep. George Payton just uh, told people in Arizona that uh, the Broncos are more likely to trade down in the draft, not up in the draft, because of their lack of capital. So if you want to get a year? you know a starter, good luck. Which,
1: I mean, kind of makes sense. Because, again, like you're bringing in five rookies as it stands right now. That's such a small class. Last year, another small class. I understand how you could make the argument like, let's just go get a starter. We'll we'll trade three of those picks to get into the top of the second, the bottom of the third, or bottom of the first, or whatever. You, you just need cost-controlled talent. And then you throw in the fact that his whole philosophy is more darts is better. It, that probably makes more sense, especially when you have back-to-back picks. Like, the odds of you saying, like, oh, here's... Oh, wow, there's two steals still on our board. Two guys. We don't think we like that. Just seems kind of slim. Chances are there's one. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I do think
3: one of those two picks is a center. One more thing from today. Sean Payton said that the Broncos did offer a contract to Draymond Jones during the season last year. That was all Mm -hmm. he said about it. Um, But interesting. We did not know that. No,
1: I'm not super surprised, though. Like it would make sense to offer him a, an extension. Um, I'm just really curious what the number is because there's a chance they offered it after he had whatever five and a half sacks through <laughs> seven <laughs> games, and or it was maybe eighteen million. Exactly. Or something? Was it was it like eighteen million? <laughs> it's like, what hey, did he end we'll up getting? Got sixteen to seven five. Okay. Yeah. Something right around there.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was right around. It there. The question would be, was Zach it Allen. more
1: than that? Right. Exactly. And I. I mean, depending on if it was offered after he got his fifth and a half sack or whatever sack, fifth and a half sack, then I would guess that it probably was more. And he probably really regrets it. any other time he'd say like, yeah, it's probably right around there, maybe even less. Especially
3: yeah. just a three year deal with only two years guaranteed. I, All things created equal. I would
2: trade Draymond Jones for Zach Allen straight up.
3: So you would take Draymond Jones? No, 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 no. Oh, mm-hmm. for I'm the, saying, yeah, y- yeah, the Broncos
1: ended up better off. I think so, too. I think so, too. Um, I'm getting there. Uh, you just want to... S- s- Draymond's just so much more proven as a pass rusher. And and really just more proven in general. If Zach Allen plays like he did last year, there's a good chance he's better than Draymond, though. I just think he's had two
2: good seasons. I think he affects the game in more ways.
1: It's true. But w- w- the passing game is just more valuable. Yeah.
2: You know who- But like I said, each batted ball is worth a, at true. least a half sack to me. True.
1: But I mean, what? Draymond has three years with five and a half sacks, which was Zach Allen's best, which was last year. Yeah, but is five and a half sacks a good season for a pass rusher? For interior, I mean, it's, it's solid. It's, I mean, yes, it is a good year. It's not getting you to the Pro Bowl.
3: Yeah, definitely not. Um, you know who's going to impact tonight's game more? The guy on the floor or Embiid. (laughs) Jokic, easy. And if you want to get in on that, check out our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that promo code DNVR Mm -hmm. when you sign up. They're going to turn a $5 bet into $200 in bonus bets. All you have to do is place a $5 bet on anything, and they're going to hit you with $200 in bonus bets in your account right away. So check them out at DraftKings Sportsbook. And right now, guys, the line's only gone down two points. The Nuggets are mm-hmm. only seven-point favorites at home against the 76ers before Embiid was out. The five-point favorites, that's got to be some good odds mm-hmm. if you think the Nuggets are going to take care of business tonight. So check out DraftKings. Check out the Nuggets against uh, the 76ers tonight. And, of course, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And I want to give out our DraftKings Sportsbook Pick of the Week right now and I'm going to stay with tonight's game. I'm going to go Jokic assists, rebounds, Mm -hmm. and points over 47 and a half. I think this is a 30-point game for Jokic, and then you only need 18 combined between assists and rebounds. I think he's going to get it.
2: The other night against the Bucs was probably the first time all season I've seen Jokic in kill mode. Like A lot of times he he can just coast his way to 35, 15, and 10, Mm -hmm. Um, but his stats didn't necessarily – blow you away that mm-hmm. night um uh, but he went out there and was like i'm winning this game against the bucks mm-hmm. and they beat him by 23 yeah. and the thing um,
1: is like you just don't see many teams try to defend him one-on-one the bucks have brooke lopez who's i think the favorite to be defense player of the year at least he's, he's right up there so like oh we'll go one-on-one he's helpless guess what happened <laughs> i know that's why like there's a good chance the warriors try to do the same thing on saturday i'm hyped for that those put draymond on him and Jokic will just go for 40 or whatever. I just love Nicole Jokic.
2: That was crazy. Jokic was putting uh, Brooke Lopez's head in the net every time he backed him down. Just all the way under the basket (laughs) layup. Brooke affected a couple (laughs) shots and made him miss a few but it was crazy just the strength of Jokic. Yeah, Anyways. That was fun. That was fun. Man, I had, like, butterflies for this game tonight. Yeah. I know, me too. I, I put on my nugget shirt. <laughs> I haven't put on my nugget shoes. Uh, now I'm thinking, nice. like, oh,
1: ticket prices are going to fall. Just overpay. Sit right behind the Sixers bench. Talk a bunch of shit to him, beat all night. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the plan. Goal might be get kicked out. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Don't do that, <laughs> uh, I have so many things to tell him, though. Yeah. I was, yeah, wow. He has nothing better to do. Um, yeah. Anyways, what, what else we got? What's your
2: pick of the week? My pick of the week... Is
3: Nuggets minus seven? Keep it simple.
2: No, give me Joker triple double tonight. Mm. Mm. Like it. Like what are the odds? Um, uh, I will find out in a second, but I'm guessing right around minus one twenty-five.
3: That is just insane. It is. But he
2: hasn't had one in a, in a few games, so maybe we get better odds. Okay, on that tonight. That's possible. Who um, are they going
3: to defend him with? It's a great question. Even when they had you, I don't. Know. I know they
2: still didn't, but at least Joel was there with like help side um okay sorry this is taking so long I player combos right oh there it is
3: triple double plus 120 the juice let's go plus 120 there you go um and then if you uh combine that with the nuggets win i can't find those odds but even better odds
2: yeah for sure james harden mm-hmm. triple double is actually plus 850 could make sense because he's going to be going to be playing. He's going to have the ball in his hands
1: on every <laughs> yep. possession. That's very true. He loves that. Uh, let me just preface this by saying this bet isn't about making money, which I know might turn some people off. <laughs> but I was going through last night, and because the Rockies start on Thursday. And what I really want is to – I don't want to go into Rockies games and think, like, why the hell am I watching this? Like, this just makes me sad. I, need, I just need something. And so I think I found the perfect bet for exactly that. Actually, there's a few, but I picked one. Ten dollars. On the Rockies to have the longest winning streak in the majors. Pays a little over (laughs) $1,500. Why? Because
3: because it's... Just take that $10 and light it on
1: Because at some point, the Rockies might be 25 and 60, and you're sitting there like, oh, they are terrible. But if they win three games in a row, you're going to be like... Oh boy, this is a big one. Gotta keep it going. <laughs> God.
2: It'll keep you engaged. The There's way- no shot, dude. The team that is going to get like the one seed mm-hmm. uh, uh, in one of these leagues is gonna end up winning more than 10 games in a row. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. usually it's
1: right around 12. I think, I think 12 gets you deeply in the conversation. <laughs> I will go on record saying
2: there is a 0% chance the Rockies win 12 games in a row. This
1: well, week. Hell, I'd want to cheer for the Rockies, and there's a 0.1% chance they make the playoffs, according to Fangraph, so I'm not betting on that. 0.1? Yeah. No, oh they're terrible. If you want to be more conservative, it's also... Uh, Why not just take the over on their wins? Then you're
2: invested in every game. <laughs> All right.
1: Because I don't think they're going to win that many games. Okay. Like, I don't want that
2: to be over. It's the other KM way there?
1: to do it is you take them to win just certain matchups so you can bet on like the season series against the padres that's like six to one they've won the season they own series the padres. yeah they've won the season series against them the last two years um they they start the season i think with four games against them starting oh, thursday they always play good early exactly and yeah. like fluky things happen early maybe you get a lead so I, I that's what i did i took the divisional matchups i was like okay it's all crazy plus money i'll care about those i'll care if they get on a run
3: I like that you're keeping it interesting with the rockies yeah Given something to look. I for. just bet the over every year and lose, but exactly, by like half, and by I'm like not like half a game. And right? and yeah. And the yeah. other thing back is back to back years we lost uh, by half a game. Like to do that, like to actually
1: care. You you bet two dollars on it. Oh, cool. At the end of the year, ah, oh, four dollars if they, you know, like the even odds just doesn't entice me. I'm not willing to bet enough to care when it comes to the Rockies. I have to
2: have put at least two units on any season-long bets, and if the odds are kind of even, it's probably got to be four.
1: Exactly. Just so it's, like, worth it to wait it out and, right. and just, like, not be able to bet that money for uh-huh. nine right. months. And, right. and that's where you think I lit my $10 on fire? I think you might have just let your $4 or four units on fire by betting that. Like, I'll take the smaller bets and hope for something crazy. Fair enough. It's the Rockies. I can't pay more. Well,
2: I had already waved goodbye to my Jokic, uh, uh-huh. like, 100 units that are coming in if he wins MVP. <laughs> yep. I think they're coming back. There there you we know. go.
3: I love it. So great morning for you.
2: Yeah, it is. Just a, it makes for one sad night. Yeah, it's true.
3: And that's our DraftKings Sportsbook mm-hmm. Pick of the Week. Henry, people are talking about your your style. They're loving your hat, your yep.
1: sweatshirt. I've got my 3-4 hoodie rotation, my two hat rotation, throwing a no hat. T- I mean, I I'm surprised this came in today. Again, going to the Nuggets game, little old school nice. Nuggets, Nuggets hat.
2: Also you, the back. You're not going to be able to turn around. No. Oh, yep. Now we can't see you. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Okay. This is yeah. Yeah. I wow. yeah. um, hope
3: you
1: weren't looking at my butt. That was the most awkward stance wow. I've ever seen in my life. Well,
2: I had it to was. squat. <laughs>
4: <Yeah. So> get, <laughs> <but> I don't <laughs> squat often. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't. actually
3: was squatting today. Nice. Yeah. Mm. Nice. My legs are burning. <laughs> yeah. Um, My gym was closed today in honor of uh, Cesar Chavez Day. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um. By the way, new hoodie for me. Oh, oh wow. a good person. Ooh, I like mm. it. Yeah. It's nice. Um, and if you guys want to get dope apparel, check out our friends over at Foco. Yeah, yeah,
1: they've got all sorts of stuff. They've got a whole bunch of Nuggets stuff. Redacted his compliment. Damn. Wow. Um, wow. wow. But, but, uh, he made sure break, you dude. knew dude. about it, too. That is rough. All caps. Better getting in that chat. Uh, but yeah, you can uh, get Nuggets gear. You can get Broncos gear, Rockies gear. If you're into that, um, there's a whole bunch of different options. They have so many different things. They've got the clothes. They've got the bobbleheads. They've got the, I mean, just literally anything you could think of with the Broncos logo. I've never, this might be the most different options I've found of Broncos things anywhere. Like the team store doesn't come close. Like, the selection is just incredibly massive at FOCO, so definitely go check that out. They're a Colorado company, Um, and if you use the code DMVR, you can get 10% off your purchase. It's an awesome deal, so go over to FOCO, use the link in our uh, description, whether you're watching our YouTube podcast, it'll be right there for you.
3: There we go. Shall we get to some questions from the people? Let's do it. we got a super chat coming in. And it is from our friend Triple G. Says, "Sorry, boys, I took Joel and beat a plus a thousand in the off season. And apologize to your wallet. <laughs> oh,
2: your yeah, boy just gonna be rough. dodged his way out of the MVP. Wow, wow that's a low. rough
1: day for our man.
2: And he was crying in that article. I that know. Was, even that, I was like, man, this is soft. I hope it, you, you know, Jokic cooks him tonight and just <laughs> makes this look worse. Now, uh-huh. this is even worse. It for is Joel. even worse.
1: And and the crazy thing is like." I was just liking all the Sixer fan tweets where they're like, hey, I mean, we just got to be honest here. If if anybody else was saying this, we'd be saying like, oh my God, this is soft. And like Joker lives rent-free in beat's head. But the stuff that he was saying is insane. Yes. It's like somebody asked him, like, do you feel any any pressure to win? Because, I mean, they've been terrible in the playoffs. He's like, well, I don't feel any pressure. You know, there's there's guys who won like, two MVPs like they're the ones who should be feeling the pressure to go win. Like I don't feel any pressure, but just that sort of stuff over and over again. It's like, what are you doing? Wow. This this is so sad. What is your, what do you want your legacy to be? Right. Whiny.
2: (laughs) He's scared of competition. It's crazy. I was actually like, I was, I don't know. This was a horrible day for Joel Embiid. I was actually like getting to the point where I was like, you know what? Just give it to him. Whatever. Like we'll move on. Championships are now more important for us. Now I'm just like, Do not. Don't you dare give him the MVP.
1: You can't vote for him after this.
2: No way. (laughs) Wow. Also, the like pretending to not care thing is
3: hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. While you're definitely caring.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And let's go find the quotes from last year where he's like, I just don't know what I have to do to win MVP.
1: (laughs) If they don't give it to me this year, they just don't like me. That's all I can say. And so but then he got roasted for that, so he took the opposite approach. Right, right, right. And just subli he just whined about it more. Yep. The, all the stuff tough. he was saying is just insane. Tough, 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 tough.
3: What what happens if... Can I even ask this? What happens if the Nuggets lose tonight? Then does that help Joel by not helping no, him but hurting it Jokic? It just
1: hurts See,
4: Jokic.
1: Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, f- this morning Jokic was at plus 180. Now he's at plus 135. If he puts up 40 and wins, I mean, everybody's watching. Sure. Everybody will post all the stats. The clips will be out there. I mean, he's going to be minus money, I think.
4: But the Nuggets need to win exactly. for it to be minus money.
1: But then if they lose, does he go back up to plus 150? Does he stick here? I don't know. I don't think there's very much movement if they lose. I this think if he wins. was going to decide the MVP yeah, race. Was. There was a good chance.
2: Oh, my God. I can't believe
3: it. That is so soft. <laughs> All right. Uh, comments on got? the website. Nash Bronco says... So we aren't trading, quote, those two players. Despite reports back and forth, thank goodness I don't understand the desire to make that room worse in exchange for draft capital. Also, Mm -hmm. just got my first DNVR hoodie using my diehard discount, and I can't wait for it to come in. I love it. Um, Something along these lines that I'm not sure we talked about, um, with Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton, if the Broncos trade them, let's say they get a first for Jerry, are they really going in the draft and drafting a receiver? Because George Payton t- or Sean Payton today multiple times said just how weak this receiver class is. He said just the yeah. depth isn't there. So maybe Sean could turn around and say, okay, after this guy, the draft fell off for receivers. Yeah. But he didn't really sell it as they're going to get a first for Jerry and then flip it on a receiver.
1: That's the tough part, though, is like your passing offense, horrible last year. Horrible. I mean, we all saw it. One of, I'm not sure if it was the worst in the league. It would have been right up there, though. Some may say hard to watch uh sean payton would and i would say that's (laughs) an understatement unwatchable (laughs) unwatchable is probably better but i just it's tough to sell me on the idea of the passing offense was terrible let's make it worse yeah like let's decrease the talent yeah for sure
2: and for me and if you were going to get like quentin johnson or something like there you go. That fires me up. Go get him. But you're not because he's probably going to go in the 10 area. Yep. Um, and then who's after that? Jackson Smith and Jigba.
1: I'm not sure if he's two, but he's six.
3: He, he's actually the favorite to be drafted. Really? The I mean, first he should be. First drafted. Yeah. So
1: He's basically Jerry Judy. That's what I was just going to say.
3: <laughs> wow, yeah.
1: Like,
2: he's a wiggly, yep. route-running, shifty receiver. Yep. Maybe and even just a little if faster. If you couldn't get in Jigba, then I don't see the point. Or or Johnston. Right, right. right. And it, so yep. if
3: you're getting the 25th overall pick, you're probably projecting both of those guys to be gone by then. And then to me, so if you're not using it on a receiver, then absolutely, Henry, you're making your passing game worse, which is a really tough pill to swallow right mm-hmm. now. Unless you use it on the top center in the class. Well, and and then so that's it. What other positions are there where the Broncos would use a first-round pick to significantly upgrade? Center would be one that you mm-hmm. could do, it, and he better be really running good. Running back. If, yeah, potentially running back. Um. But just how many our positions are there that are like that? But man, would you trade Jerry Judy for uh, Bijan Robinson? Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> he is pretty sick. I mean, I the don't thing know. is, it all just comes back to Javante. Right. The Broncos didn't really tell us anything about Javante by picking up Samaje Perine, other than I think it was more positive, right? Mm-hmm. When they go after Samaji P. Ryan in free agency, instead of let's say like Miles Sanders or someone like that, right? That tells you okay, yeah, they are somewhat optimistic about Javante. Mm-hmm. That's good, uh, but Bijan Robinson, I think, is like he is your offense, Dalvin Cook or like Moore. more, more. Yeah. I mean. He's I guess everything. we don't
1: know. I'm not, I haven't seen where he's getting drafted. But, I mean, the, he's talked about as, like, one of the five best players. Yeah. I think yeah. some people have
2: said number one. Like yeah. He's yeah. the number one best player in the draft.
1: And then that means you're getting into, like, Saquon-type territory. Yeah, as a exactly, prospect. Exactly. As a prospect. He met with the but Eagles. Dalen
2: Cook's better than Saquon.
1: No, he isn't. <laughs> no, he definitely is not.
3: Um, what are we talking Bijon about? Bijan met with the Eagles. Uh, they had him in for a team visit. Could you imagine him? In Philadelphia oh my god And the Eagles have what the 11th pick or something like that because of of trades with New Orleans so wow. they could legitimately get mm-hmm. him that's that is terrifying and then you pair him not just with Jalen Hurst but that offensive line and then mm-hmm. A.J. Brown uh, oh my god. and gosh, they kept the offensive man?
2: line together Jason Kelsey yep. oh Sam yep. Samalo um, no they kept him
3: they
1: kept him too yeah, yeah
3: I believe he only came in at eight million dollars per year they Steelers. gave Lane Johnson 30 million
1: I almost thought Sam Samalo went to the Steelers
3: did he? Oh, I maybe could be, I maybe I got him confused. Then it's possible they kept Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey.
1: And Lane Johnson got like the one-year thirty-three million dollar extension. Yeah,
3: what's up? Was that just a cap thing, or he's actually that, getting thirty-three million dollars? I, have I no think
1: idea. that might be legit. Yeah, Steelers got Sayamalu. Oh, okay, my bad. But I mean, the way people talked about him when he hit free agency, and also I can't remember what the number was. I almost think he was not valued nearly as much as I thought he would be.
3: Yeah, no, he was. I mean, he came in at. Yeah, eight million, it, and yeah. uh, Ben Powers was thirteen. It's in, injuries though. He's all injuries. injuries. Um, there is really that. quick. Speaking of injuries in Javante, George Payton to uh, some Denver media. Parco uh, Gabriel's putting this out uh, about Javante. He said if he'll be ready for the start of the season. George Payton said we'll have to see. He's got a long way to go. He's made great strides, but we won't know that for a while. That's notable because the last time we talked to George Payton, mm-hmm. he uh, said he was said optimistic. He, or yeah, something. he was a lot more positive and optimistic about it so now he's kind of coming off of that a little bit
2: yeah i mean there's no way there's there's just no way he could be ready for the start of the season yeah i'm like 50 50 on will he play at all this season yeah. yeah then there was like this weird kind of momentum for he's going to be ready for the start mm-hmm. of the season and like that was like one of the top comments in uh you know our little feud with melvin was like i came back and <laughs> yeah. said whoa whoa, yeah. whoa. he's yeah. not gonna yeah. he might not even play this year and people were like george payton said he's gonna be ready yeah. for the
3: start of the season i'm like man It's not happening. There's just no way. And it just goes back to uh, what we had our conversation with Terrell Davis. He said, you got to be 100% to fully come back to these. Javante's still so young. In this year, when you're not Super Bowl or bust, why would you rush him out there? It it does not make sense to me.
4: mm -hmm. And I
3: mean that with the greatest respect for Javante because of the player he can be if he's healthy. Mm
1: -hmm. 100%. The flip side, though, I mean, he only has two years left on the contract. And most people say you don't you don't give a second contract to a running back if you're if you're kind of punting on half of his value right now. And there's good reason to do it. You're kind of investing in the second year of it. But, you know, that, that, that would be the case for just saying get out there and go.
2: Yeah, I mean, you just don't want it on your resume that you ruined a dude's career by rushing him back from a the most serious knee injury.
1: True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it would be a terrible thing to do to Javante. Yes. Football's a rough
3: league. Chiefs fans, tough look for them right now. You guys heard of the uh, the Love bank this. robbing Chiefs fan? Yes. Oh, um, yeah. He Here's here's an update. He has now cut off his ankle bracelet and is on the run. <laughs> <laughs> oh huh. man Henry that's tough for your community
1: that's not <laughs> I hate that community the bank robbing I, community yeah
3: exactly actually <laughs> the ankle bracelet I have community. some ties
1: to the bank robbing community but wow. I, not to the Chiefs we well, hate the Chiefs probably everyone in
3: Montana has connections to that right some
1: more than others like there's like people who are up there just cause like yeah we're nature there's hippies there's a big yeah. hippie community yeah. for example mm-hmm. they're the opposite there are there are mm-hmm. some I bet Bill Walton has a house
3: in Montana oh definitely
1: I actually don't know.
3: You know everyone who's got a problem. <laughs> I mean, you hear. There. I mean, there's there's like the 20 people who are like ah, rich, famous.
1: Yep. yep. You live uh, right there. Bill Belichick. No, Bill Belichick. Phil there's Jackson. Phil Jackson. Oh, yep. Phil Jackson. <laughs> yep. He's like 20 minutes from me. Drew Bledsoe. Wow.
3: Yeah. Wow. The
1: guy who uh, the guy who owns the Warriors. He's yep. up there. The guy who designed the uh, the Google logo. Really. He's like 20 minutes away because I, apparently they didn't just pay him up front. They didn't say like we're paying for the. He got like stock. steak. Wow. Yeah, just for designing the logo. <laughs> yeah. There's there's like a weird number of those people.
3: Wow. Well, that's yep. cool. There you go. Oh, uh, Brock Osweiler. Why were we talking about that. Oh, <laughs> bank robbers. Bank, bank robbers, robbers. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, man. That's the funny thing is like that was already my unfair view of all Chiefs fans. Yep. Now their number one fan <laughs> yep. has just been <laughs> exposed yeah. as a bad person. Yep. It's wow. So true.
3: Yeah, because he was their guy, right? Yes.
2: Yeah. Imagine <laughs> he if was like, like Barrel, like bear, bear, barrel got man. busted. Yes. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, and you found out that's how the barrel was being funded this whole time was uh, through bank robbing. Gosh. Wow. Uh, next one from the count. He says, I will trade three blind crabs for two without teeth. DMs are open. Love the count. Three
1: blind crabs, two without teeth. So the surprising me, so I would think that the pinchers, I wouldn't even care about the teeth. That's not what That's you're true. scared of with a crab. Yeah. Right. It's the pinchers.
2: But I mean, blind crabs are never getting their pinchers on you.
3: That's a good point.
1: Then I guess now we understand why
3: this makes sense. Does this make sense? so. No, I think I'm on the same page. I
2: love crab, man.
1: Oh, I haven't soft eaten Soft-shelled?
2: Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. I've
1: well, never soft actually Soft-shelled crab
2: that. is my favorite type of crab.
1: Really? That just but. confuses me. You eat the shell? But it's soft. Yeah, soft. How soft?
2: Like you, don't, Soft enough to you don't
3: like taste that. Is there a crunch? Yeah, there's a crunch. Okay. Huh. I've only had one in my life. Interesting. It's so yeah. good. It I'd be down.
1: So I mean, good. obviously. Um, by saying no to that.
2: But I, I think I told you guys when I went to Hop Alley the other day. They, make, What'd you do to
1: Alley? No.
2: <laughs> the restaurant <laughs> Hop Alley. Uh, they, they have a crab dish there. That they just bring you a whole Dungeness crab that's like this big. Damn. And... I've been thinking about it ever since and that was on my birthday. So that was yeah. almost a month ago. Is dungeness mean just big? That's just a type of crab. But it's big? But that one was. That particular one was, yeah. It's no king Man. crab. It's not a king crab.
1: I would say better. Really? Ooh. Those I was, the king crab, like to me that's just like traditional crab. Like you're going big time with crab, that's the move. I did last summer have my first like whole lobster where they just kinda like split the thing down the middle and you just eat wow. out the insides. Wow
3: incredible yeah lobster slaps famously <laughs> yeah except so. that it's related to cockroach what that makes yeah. it that makes it tougher to eat no <laughs> cares. it doesn't first make of it... all that makes no sense second of all no one cares <laughs> the
1: only thing i think yeah, you here no. cared a little bit no
3: He had my back, yeah.
1: It doesn't make (laughs) lobster tougher to eat, it makes cockroach easier to eat. Oh, good take. Oh,
4: Oh, there
1: we go. No why are they related? I don't know. It's probably like too married. Family Family, Family.
3: genus or species? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Something like that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Family Um, genus or species. uh,
2: Yeah, that's what they call it. But again, there's just no way that cockroaches have delicious
3: meat (laughs) in their tail.
1: No, because they don't live in salt water. (laughs) They aren't all salty. Just brined
3: up and ready to go. I never thought about how that, yeah, could help.
1: That could, don't like write that in like your book report or anything (laughs) (laughs) like if you're like taking a science class don't write that
2: don't honestly write anything we've ever said in your book report there have been a couple
1: smart things we've
3: said we have a book report right here though coming in from Drew Peacock our (laughs) last comment says I've realized that the Russell Wilson trade may be the universe's way of balancing out the spoil of riches we received uh, from the from the duchene trade well, sorry i was thinking of oh. broncos and i couldn't uh, wrap my mind around that one let's dive in a talented but disgruntled star gets traded to a team that's thought to be one piece away the trade patch includes seven pieces three players and four picks the players include a former first rounder a former second rounder and a veteran who would only stay around for one season the four draft picks received were highlighted by a first round pick that would go on to become a top five selection following a disappointing and shocking season the top five selection would give them would give the team who traded their star player a chance at drafting a bonafide stud defensive player, Bo Byram and Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. Following the c- catastrophic trade, Duchesne would go on to play less than two years in Ottawa before being dealt again. Will Russell Wilson have similar fortunes for the record? I think Russ bounces back and has a good year, but their dramatic parallels are certainly interesting. That was a book report. That was a book
2: that report. That was impressive. That was a good one. And I didn't like it. Mm, I mean, no. it was on point, but I didn't like
3: it. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I, I just kind of have to forget about that top five pick. Yep. It's Coming it's gone. I don't even remember who exactly. it was. Exactly. Well, it hasn't happened yet. That's why. <laughs> see, see how gone it is? <laughs> this was exactly, that was the whole point. Uh, uh,
1: that was good.
2: Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> they had, what, number nine last year?
1: Um. Charles Leno? Uh, yes. Is that, that is who that was. No, no, no. They
3: got a tackle. Yeah. Uh, Charles Lennon's Yes. Oh, Charles yeah, yeah, yeah. Cross. Charles Cross. <laughs> Close enough. Um, I know. Who was good? Yeah. He
1: was really good. Yeah, I'm as sure he was. Man, you'd expect from a I top saw, 10 tackle.
3: I saw a mock draft that had the Packers taking a wide receiver in the first round this year, and I just thought, wouldn't that just be something? They that trade Aaron Rodgers, and the first year they trade him, they get, a, they get a wide receiver. But what made me think of that is Russell Wilson wanted offensive line help for so long, and then the year he leaves... They invested top ten pick in offensive line. Yeah. It's Like, why, why? Why do you do that to these veteran quarterbacks? I have
2: no idea. You don't give Super them what weird. they want, and
3: then right when they leave, you're like, let's do exactly what they wanted.
2: I started like a little draft prep last night. I was starting to look at like mm. prospects who might go in the second or third round, and then I was like, oh, I should look at my guy who's in the who I have in the Madden League who's about to go for three thousand receiving yards, Aneas Smith. Or Anaya Smith <laughs> yeah. is actually that how is I pronounce insane. it, and I got I started watching his tape, and I got really excited about him, and then I found out he went back for a fifth year. Oh, oh no, that was really sad. Next year, he he would be so sick in this offense. He's he like would. a running back wide receiver hybrid, yep. kind of like doing the Debo thing yep. for Texas A and M. Yep. And I was getting,
3: it was like he's like a third round projection. I'm like, this is perfect. <laughs> yeah,
1: that would have been sick.
3: Who was that? Uh, last year out of Arkansas, first round pick by the Titans, Burks. Oh, yeah, Trent. oh Trent. yeah. He was kind of supposed to be that. Yeah, and he didn't. He, didn't. Yeah. he no. wasn't that. No. Yeah. And then they lost A.J. Brown. Yeah. It,
1: yeah. He went it's, to the Super Bowl. Yep, yeah,
3: exactly. Yep.
1: The one guy who I know I would love if they picked him with one of those third-round picks is Steve Avila from TCU. Oh, tell me more. He's like a 335-pound center. I absolutely like love tests,
2: that TCU's losing a good player. True,
1: true. <laughs> but like test. In ridiculous ways like just insanely strong split his time i think he played center last year and then this year played guard because they got a center from the portal um but it seems like everybody's kind of pointing to him as a center i know of nobody else who i just love right there i know there's like that tipman guy who's also a center but avila seems like a freak what about john michael schmitz yeah he's another one who like his name is out there i don't know shit about him
3: you you want to know something about avila though I do. also on my Madden Sean, Sh- Oh, there you go. Oh. Sean Payton has maybe a little inside connection. His son That's works right. for TCU. Of course. Yes, yes. In the personnel department. So maybe there's a tiny bit of insight there. there Hopefully it's not is. a uh,
2: Mickey Joseph situation. Oh, yeah. No, so that true. would be. Uh,
3: <laughs> do you think you would get better advice from your brother or from your son? Um, brother has more experience. Right son might just be like oh this kid's sick like yeah he's you know yeah. i w- gets caught up in yeah, yeah. i Remember, can
2: see that we always talked about how you know mickey re- recommended uh carlos henderson yeah that was his name right <sighs> yep, yep, yep yeah to advance joseph and i've believed that for this entire time yeah and then within the last six months someone told me that Mickey Joseph explicitly told Vance not to take no him. No
3: way. <laughs> so How I, could don't you don't do I don't know what to believe. I don't know what to believe. then, if my brother told me, like, stay away from this guy, yeah. and he knows uh, it, he's just his head coach.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the thing I'm is actually, like, you, like, tell your buddy, like, don't date this girl. Right. <laughs> just trust me on this one. And then they do it, and you just watch the whole thing <laughs> crash and burn, and you're just like,
1: Yeah. What the hell, dude? Well, <laughs> I tried to warn yeah. you. The thing oh, is, though, man. like. After they draft somebody with a Mickey Joseph connection, the only thing you can say is, "Yeah, Mickey said he was gonna be good." Because if you say like, oh, you know, Mickey was he was kind of <laughs> like up in the air," you know, like you're not gonna say that.
2: Man, so I was it does so kind of make sense. Carlos Henderson.
1: or Mickey wants it out there. Kind a, the a face. nice Smith style player. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I
3: still like the potential of Carlos Henderson.
2: He's <laughs> <laughs> probably killing it for the Saskatchewan Rough Roughriders. Is he playing? I have no oh, idea. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know either. He was, he literally, I think, like led the nation in broken tackles by a receiver,
3: like Debo Samuel Mm -hmm. style. And I think he also either had like the first or second uh, most yards per catch. It was like 22 and a half or something. And the highlights were sick. He was was a a monster. Breaking (laughs) tackle. Isn't he kind
1: of tearing up? No, Cody Latimer's tearing up the whatever league is playing now. The
4: The
2: XFL?
3: Is it XFL? I think it
1: it is XFL right now, isn't it? Yeah.
3: Yeah. I might be here to stay. I don't know. Maybe. I I can't do it. I just can't. I can't can't either. But if there's anyone that can like lead it, it's The Rock.
2: Yeah, it's true. (sighs) Even like college basketball, which I love and I enjoy a lot. The other night we had the Nuggets on a couple screens and March Madness on a couple other screens and I was like, this is making it really hard for me to enjoy this college (laughs) basketball.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You said Nuggets play the Warriors on Saturday?
1: I think that's Saturday. So that's going to be
3: another decision then. College basketball final four or Nuggets. That's gonna both at the bar. Yeah, there you go.
1: That's gonna be a wild night. L- girlfriend has friends in town, so that means we you have guys, to go. Like, just perpetually have friends in hey,
2: town. You really it's, have a lot of friends. I think the thing town. is,
1: like, we're not from here, and so all mm. the friends are from other places. Like, you you have a whole bunch of friends in town. Yeah, always <laughs> all of them. And, but then, like, when our friends come to town, it's like, oh yeah, you don't go to a lot of games. So it's like we we had to go to the Bucks game on Saturday. 76ers tonight, Warriors on Saturday. Luckily, tonight is going to be a little bit cheaper, but it was, I mean, it was 122 to get the very last row in the stadium on Saturday. Very last row, like back up against the wall. Those are the cheapest. That's tough, but it's also kind of sick in a way. RIP, in we go.
2: I miss it so much. Wasn't that nice? Also, Cody Latimer
1: threw three games, second in the XFL in receiving yards, 395. Wow. Yeah. Josh Gordon is sitting there. One, two, three, four, five fifth.
3: Cody Latimer better than Josh Gordon.
1: Just like we all about said.
3: that? All right. Are we good? We're good. We're yep. it all. Yep. we
2: hit everything. I am I have like a few minutes before my next show. I'm just going to go whatever the opposite of doom scrolling is. Yeah. I'm just going to go read so <laughs> many tweets about Joel Embiid,
1: Dodge, <sighs> and be <Nicole> dodging <Yogos sighs> He's
4: tonight.
1: just scared. Enjoy it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank he you. He saw he saw Nicola lock up Giannis. There's yeah. like five possessions where Nicola got onto Giannis. Giannis just couldn't do anything.
2: Yeah, Giannis, like, I to- I totally understand his value. In that game, it was not there. No, there were, like, no.
1: There were the times when, like, they'd just leave him. Oh, yeah. when you leave him, he'll cut and score. But it was crazy. Like It's like, oh, they got Jokic onto Giannis. What's going to happen? Oh, Jokic is just going to shut him down because he can't get pushed around. Or
2: even, like, AG was just like, yeah. stay in front of him. Don't let him dunk. And he couldn't do anything. Yeah,
1: make a jump shot. Have fun. <laughs> Good luck with I that. I
2: honestly think he made one shot outside of the paint in that game. Yeah. Dang. Dominant. And he can, like we've seen games where you hit like three threes in a row yeah. and like that right. just ends the other team. Right. Like. Yeah. Right. But that game was crazy. Like the Nuggets really clamped them, especially in the fourth quarter, which they have the best fourth quarter defense or clutch time defense, which is inside yep. five minutes in close games.
3: If you're ever gonna have if you're gonna choose a five minute period to have good defense, it's right mm-hmm. then.
2: Yeah, dude, I think it's the funniest thing <laughs> that people always think you're the one singing the song. Should
3: I take us out? Can <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you guys strum up the guitars? Yeah, wow. I wish if I had it, we
2: would do a little Cottonwood Mile cover. Wow. Um, it
3: is not me singing the song at the end. I'm honored that you think it's me, though.
2: Well, they've never been seen in the same room together. The one time Very true. Uh, was not here. Pleasure Horse was on the show, <laughs> Zach wasn't here.
3: Uh, and as Ryan said, it's Pleasure Horse. And they not only have Cottonwood Mile, but they have uh, they have bangers. bangers. So check them out. The Pleasure Horse. They're they a fan of our program. We're a fan of theirs. We are.
2: All right. That's going to wrap it up for us today. We will see you guys tomorrow on the DNVR Broncos podcast.